Welcome back, everybody, to the Dom and Colin podcast. We are back for another episode of The Challenge USA Season 2, Episodes 5 and then 6, potentially half the season in the books, which is insane, and we are here to break it all down. Of course, I am one of your hosts, Matt Liguori, alongside my co-host, Brian Scally. Scally, how's it going? Hello, hello. I'm good. Excited to be back for what I believe is the last double episode week of the challenge, right? Yeah. So uh, excited to get in here and talk about it finally. We made it through the two <laughs> episodes a week of the challenge phase. I mean, that wasn't certainly not the first time this has happened. Uh, nope. Even in recent years, just two different seasons would be airing uh, <laughs> twice a week. Uh, but this is just one season airing twice a week, and it was a very <laughs> strange uh, situation to be like listening to podcasts on the day after and then be like, oh, a new episode in two days. Uh, yeah, wait a minute. So I don't know. It's been fun. I've enjoyed the schedule. It's been tough that it fell where uh, we've been pretty busy, but otherwise I'm not mad at it. Yeah. Um, and now we'll go to once a week, which I believe will be on its usual Thursday. Wait, Wednesday or Thursday? Thursday. Uh, Thursdays. I don't know. Who knows? Thursdays uh, are great. I think Thursdays. <laughs> um, going forward until it ends, and uh, just to jump right in off the top, um, we were talking earlier. There's a potential date for the challenge thirty nine premiering, and I believe that that is October twenty fifth, so late October, um, which gives us about two more months to finish out this season and then get into the next one. All Stars four completely MIA. Hmm. Yeah, I did just see a post. That was talking about the longest gaps between filming and the premiere. Uh, we have the Real World Road Rules Challenge Fresh Meat, 190 days. Gauntlet, three, 190 days. All-Stars, four, uh, six months. So uh, six plus months so far. We are at very, I think we're just past Fresh Meat about, yeah, 624. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Too many. Too many for a cast that looked pretty promising. Um, but... That's neither here nor there right now. Uh, we're here with USA and uh, 39 coming up very soon. So, um, you know, that's uh, back in the usual challenge run of just uh, never ending. And it's all right because that break felt uh, felt like a break and we're here and we're going and we've lost two more challengers on this season. The Amazing Race completely wiped off the board. Uh, that didn't take very long. And, uh, Not tough. Much longer than we expected, probably, right? Probably, yeah. Um, and uh, also a Big Brother casualty this week, so those are our uh, headlines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at that. Uh, all of a sudden, the show was so promising with uh, everyone against the vets, and now it's Survivor versus Big Brother, and still promising, it seems. Yeah, the vets are uh, definitely feeling themselves uh, at the moment for the fact that they are seeing the split of Big Brother versus Survivor and the fact that, you know, now that they, uh, the vets have lost a couple of numbers along the way, um, it seems like they're being picked up to, you know, be uh, some assistance in this upcoming war that is kind of happening now and kind of uh, certainly going to be happening in future weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like... Maybe it was done a little bit too early. I know that Big Brother looked around and said, huh, we lost two people and uh, maybe Survivor losing none is a bad thing for us. But uh, we can break down a little later whether this was maybe like too obvious, like too like out in front of a move. Maybe we could have done this a little more subtly. Mm-hmm. 
Um, no, no way. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, actually, before we get into like the episode and all of it, um, talking about the fact that we're already through almost half the season um, reminded me to go back to our draft, which I haven't uh, talked about in at least a week, if not more. Um, And I just pulled up the spreadsheet, which I am very happy that you've been updating. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. And uh, it looks like the must lose portion of the draft has been, uh, we've been pretty much nailing it. The only person who's gone home so far from the must win portion is on my team, uh, I lost John A, um, yeah. as you click around this little document here. Um, and the uh, six other players that have gone home are all on the must-lose side. Only thing is, for you, none of them are, were your picks. <laughs> I know. I'm like, look, I have, for must-lose, Sebastian, Alyssa S., and Josh. Feels like a pretty solid bet that those three Feels will like not some be losers. winning this season. <laughs> yeah. And yet... Here they are, outlasting <laughs> who I thought were some ridiculous picks at certain points in this uh, must-lose draft. Yeah, um, Puya's first pick. I remember when he when he picked it. He was saying, you know, I'm gonna go a little wild here, and he did, and he picked Polly, but it totally paid off for him um, with Polly and Amira both being his picks. Puya still has Monty to go uh, in order to win this portion of the draft. Uh, Kirsten just lost uh, Lewis, so, uh, oh, and Alyssa L, uh, back-to-back right here. Yep, so, yep. Well, uh, Lewis didn't go this week. You know, I mixed those amazing amazing race people up. Yeah, um, but did he go, like, three episodes ago? So he, go, he went, like, yeah, like, five days ago. It's fine. Um, so, Kirsten just needs Chris Underwood to go, which, if some people in the house have it their way, will be very soon. Um, and then on my team, I lost Amanda, and then this week lost Dusty. Um, so now I'm waiting for Tiffany Mitchell to go, which, I mean, maybe I'm not rooting for this portion of the draft to be a victory because I don't <laughs> I was want gonna say. Tiffany to go. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the update. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tiffany's been super fun, so it would be sad to see her go home. But, I mean, we kind of killed the must-win so far. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Um, there could have been a world where another must-win person uh, went home if Wes had gone, uh, or Cassidy in the elimination, those both being on Puya's team. So I'm sure he was sweating it out a little bit <laughs> watching those go down. But Yes. I think a lot of people were sweating watching one of these eliminations go down. Um, well... Maybe sweating. Say, I mean, I guess <laughs> I don't know which one you could be referring to. Because yeah, I think probably sweating maybe for one and uh, maybe surprised for the other. Yeah. But, uh, we'll get there. Yeah. So that's the update there. Um, and yeah, back to the episodes. Um, where do we start? Uh, I'd say let's probably start with episode five. That would make sense to me. I don't know. I was kind of thinking about starting <laughs> with episode uh, six and then the okay. preview for episode seven. Um, How did and we then, get here? And then we'll go back uh, <laughs> to the past episode. Um, no, yeah, uh, I guess I guess we'll start in order um, because what we were left with at the uh, end of the last episode is the there was a team swap and uh, who was uh, who was kicked off the, the most recent team? It, it was so long ago. Um, um, it was uh, who took her place? Desi <laughs> and Alyssa. Desi and Alyssa. Yes, I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> but I would have gotten there. 
Yeah, Alyssa um, kind of opens up the episode uh, talking about how she's on a new team with Monty and Tyler, both of who she's working with. Um, but, you know, it's pretty clear that the blue team is becoming a very powerful, strong team. Um, and, you know, getting sent over to green, not really the best fate, but that's uh, that's where they're at. And uh, the, again, the war between Survivor and Big Brother kind of really getting underway as uh, we see a fired up Chris Underwood uh, going at it with Monty and Tyler. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it made a lot more sense. We were questioning, like, Cassidy wasn't named as a member of the Alliance between most of the Survivor Big Brother women in the house. So why did they take Alyssa S's spot instead of Cassidy's? But now that we know that Survivor is working pretty closely together, it makes more sense with Desi's decision. Now, these women have really, like, worked it out. They're kumbaya. We love a women's alliance that's super successful. These men. <laughs> I could not help but roll my eyes to see Chris like trying to puff up his chest and while I am not rooting for Chris I do also like rooting against Monty and Tyler so this was very conflicting for me um Chris Chris isn't problematic right uh, I mean, there was a whole sock company that begs to differ. <laughs> I don't remember that. And I don't, was it problematic or was it just weird? Uh, no, those were definitely some racially charged uh, oh, designs. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember anything about it. Yeah. Um, because so I'm just looking for my, you know. I'll uh, send you that. Oh, okay. Um, I, you know, uh, my eye gets drawn to the eye candy and Chris has really been kind of it standing out for me um oh wow chris underwood someone finds him attractive that is yeah a, so i've i you know default to to rooting for you know for him in that sense <laughs> <laughs> um and you know watching him be fired up i'm like all right like show me uh the television character that we never got to see because uh you were not on half of most of your season uh so let's see what you have to offer here and i mean he's, he's definitely going for it yeah, I mean, the time. thing is, he's trying hard, but the comebacks were so bad. Like, well, this isn't Big Brother. Like, yeah, we never said it was. Well, you're playing like it. How? <laughs> like, they're not even giving him anything, and he's trying, and it really is, like, falling short for mm-hmm. me. So that's what's happening there. And it, yeah, again, and is... him talking about, like, oh, people said I was the most undeserving winner. I'm wondering if they just, like, asked him to talk about it that way, because, like, Chris is a fan. He has to understand why people think that. I mean, you knew that. It's like when Michelle like first when Michelle first showed up to the challenge, like that was her exact same thing too. Like people said I was undeserving, like I'm here to prove myself kind of deal. And it's like, I mean, I believe both of them when they say that like they want to prove themselves because of things like that. Um, but I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I've I've never won Survivor to be able to self-analyze, you know, um how I did and how I feel about my, my game that I played. Um, so, you know, maybe there is a lot more to it, but I, you know, uh, default to thinking like, well, you have your million dollars regardless of what people think. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but again, it's not even like a Michelle versus Aubrey. It is a Chris versus the format of the game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like argument. So yeah. I don't know. Um, he was coming off the back of that, uh, elimination win against, uh, Lewis. And we're going to see in 
the episode five uh, that he was the main vote to go back in. So he was potentially about to go in back to back elimination. So uh, it does really seem like he's kind of got his back up against the wall. And it's like in a similar way that um, maybe like Alyssa S keeps catching all these votes of just like the most on the outs. I don't know how Chris I, Well, actually, no, I do know. I was going to say, I don't know how Chris is getting all the heat over someone like Sebastian, but Sebastian seems to be tired of Matori a little bit. So that must be yeah. it. I'm sure they've also forgotten that Sebastian is there. Um, yeah. For me, like it was explained away. It was like Chris came up with this strategy. So now we're all mad at him and we're going to vote for him every single time forever. Like there has to be something more to the story there, in my opinion. Uh, it might just be that like, you know, we took the shot once and now that we did, we'll continue doing so or he reacted badly or whatever the case may be. But I don't know. Chris versus Tyler Monty is not not giving. I need more. <laughs> I mean, you just said Monty in that sentence, so no surprise. Um, and Tyler's too busy, you know, making uh, making flirty eyes with Alyssa S. And that's content that made it into both episodes that I have no further comment on. Congratulations well, the thing. to them. Yeah, like, oh, like, they're cute. Like, okay, and like, <laughs> there's so many times where we get full-blown hookups and, like, relationships edited out of the show that went on for the entire season. And yet I have to see schmoopy scenes of Tyler and Alyssa who aren't even doing anything yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I Why? mean, this is now Alyssa's second show of just, you know, the only time that she's on screen essentially is, you know, making, uh, something happen <laughs> with, uh, with the dude. So, I mean, there are many and it is only what it, I mean, Tyler was in a relationship the second. There are many other people who uh, go for more than one person on a season. So, like, for me, I don't care. Showman set up. But, like, don't bore me with it. Right. Um, <laughs> and, like, the thing, it's, you know, annoying. Um, they're going to bring back somebody as unmemorable as Alyssa S. Um, and it's like, okay, well, at least maybe now use this as an opportunity to tell me something more about her. I don't know a thing about this woman. Yeah, um, she exists and uh, broke up with Kyle for one day until she gave back in. Um, that's about it. Yeah, truly don't know the first thing. Um, somebody who we do know a little bit about is Cassidy Clark, who uh, opened up about her personal life um, a little bit on her uh, original show on Survivor. I remember hearing uh, a little bit of talk about this, um, but she's also going to let some of these challengers in uh, about her sister who has passed away. Um, I think it was only a couple of years ago at this point. Um, her sister overdosed and she's just, you know, kind of spreading the word about how this is a, a big problem in, in this country and, um, you know, how she's really just continuing to do this kind of stuff and prove it to herself and do it for her family back home and win the money for her family back home and, and all that stuff. So um, it's nice that she was able to open up and continue sharing her story. And um, as somebody who's been rooting for Cassidy since, uh, you know, the cast photo dropped the iconic cast photo of hers on survivor. Um, just happy to, you know, continue seeing more of her and having more of the audience see more of her. Yeah. I like Cassidy. I, she does fall a little bit into the camp of I don't really feel like I know you all that well yet. And I think that was a direct consequence of her placement on Survivor last round, unfortunately. So I was really excited to finally get to know a little bit more about her 
in this at, like series of episodes and also obviously to highlight the story and like issue that is the opioid crisis in the country uh, where she's very correct in saying that no one talks about it. So I was very happy that that made air and we got to know her a little better. I saw the uh, challenge stats confessional chart and Cassidy, I believe, had 18 confessionals in episode five, um, went from like, you know, middle bottom of the pack of confessionals to being maybe one or two confessionals behind Johnny Bananas for the lead in the entire show so far. 18. That feels obscene. But yeah. OK, <laughs> um, certainly not complaining about it. Uh, Cassidy <laughs> taking over the, the airtime. Um, loved to see it. And I don't know uh, that I saw the updated numbers after episode six. But uh, but yeah, I thought that was pretty insane. So yeah, wow, interesting. I'm very curious. I haven't looked at the confessional counts of this season. It feels decently balanced, except there's like a couple people. Like I, Monty's on the show. Sebastian's on the show. Like they're not featured at all. Uh, do you want to take a guess who, as as of episode five, I believe was the uh, lowest person of confessionals? Ooh, um. And I'm not fact checking myself. I just remember, I think, seeing this person's name at the bottom. If it wasn't at the bottom, bottom, it was the second to bottom. Um, I feel like it has to be. Is it? No. Uh, (laughs) It's not Monty? No. Is it Fessel? It is Fessel. Yeah, that's the only other one that was on my mind. Um, Those three kind of stand out for me as getting almost no screen time. Mm -hmm. I feel like Chanel. It deserves a little more as yeah. well while we're talking about well, look, it. Wes says she's a real challenger. Hey, I mean, well, I guess we're there. Did you see Wes's take that uh, this is the strongest group of I did see females? that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and correct this to women, Wes, uh, ever associ- uh, assembled on the challenge. If we took the top eight of them and put them against any top eight from any other season, uh, this season would whoop. Hmm. So (laughs) I like the take because I love this cast of women, Mm -hmm. but against the top eight, like, hmm. It's tough. How many people are here? How many? There's 12. Oh, so he's literally just talking about like the eight that are left. Um, I don't know if he's, I mean, I guess One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's eight left after Alyssa, Amanda, John A., and Amira. I was like, are we like subbing in John A. for someone (laughs) unnamed Alyssa, maybe? Uh, Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, that truly makes or breaks the bold statement, like having Alyssa (laughs) there, and I love her to death, but Tiffany there, you know, against the, the strongest eight of challenge history like Wes come on yeah someone and he like people were pointing out a whole bunch people said cutthroat like uh Tori not Tori deal but uh Tori Fiorenza maybe still uh like Cara Laurel Sarah Jen Emily Paula Teresa like yeah I think they're taking it I just looked at my phone to see Chris and his socks thank you so much for actually sending that my way oh Yes, I have had to educate many people on this already this season. Oh, my God. Um, and I grabbed my phone to look at uh, Wes's Instagram because uh, I don't remember. The baby wasn't born yet. No, it was not. No, shortly. Um, right? Wait, what? Yeah, baby's coming soon. Baby's coming soon. Okay. Um, why was I interested in finding that out? I don't know. Um, um, I, don't I was. Know. I guess I was going to make a joke about how, like, maybe, you know, since having the, the child, like, he's still, you know, his brain's a little... Uh, 
foggy or something like that. He's a little distracted, and maybe that's where this take came from. But um, the baby's not. But his brain is still very much scrambled here. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think that this was an interesting take. Maybe not one that I would make, but I, I do think that it is a very competitive female cast for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, so Jonathan makes fun of me because, uh, when I'm watching shows, sometimes I'm like not actually paying attention. That's just kind of how I watch things. Um, he's right on this one because there was a naked Wes Bergman on the television show that I watched on the second time around that I did not see the first time. Ah, wow. Yeah. You really missed the whole scene Hmm, because Wes skinny dipping is apparently strategy to be goofy. Um, would this move the needle for you on Wes at all? As far as uh, if you would be changing your vote to eliminate him or not. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's past 10 p.m. So, like, I guess I <laughs> will uh, say that if Wes was walking around the house naked at all times, I may keep him in the house. A little longer. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I don't know that the one skinny dip is making any change. But... I don't know. But that's that's I don't know that I can speak for the entire challenge. house. <laughs> <laughs> While we're also talking about Wes, before we're talking about the actual Wes episode, the Wes and Michaela feud that's been going on through six episodes, I'm loving it. (laughs) I wish that we got more of it on air, to be honest. Yeah. Because apparently there was the scene, I don't even remember if we talked about this further, but uh, where Wes says something about his undying loyalty to Green, and Michaela's like, that's not what I heard, and then... Uh, Amanda says that Wes uh, definitely took that personally and went off for many, many minutes after that at Michaela. Sounds nothing like him. Oh, hmm. Uh, yeah, I think we have footage to back that up. Yeah. Um, he does get to vote for her uh, in the second uh, vote, uh, mm-hmm. episode six. Uh, he finally gets to, to put her name in there. He was very excited about. So, um, yeah, the two of them with the back and forth. And then in the deliberation of uh, this episode five, where the green team wins, spoiler alert, um, and Michaela is like insisting that they don't go after Survivor. And Wes is like, oh, that's so cute. Like, I literally just tried to pitch that we don't go after uh, MTV and you guys shut me down. So, like, no, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was tough. I mean, let's talk about the challenge briefly, I guess. What do you think? Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, this one sucked. <laughs> like, so bad. The fact that they could have done no puzzles realistically and just walked across the finish line. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it literally was just them walking. That was, was the whole giving, challenge. Okay. Yeah, it was giving, like, fifth grade field day. Like, Yeah, maybe worse. I yeah. feel like, honestly, I would rather watch a fifth grade field day than that. Probably. Um, yeah, I think that would be more entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, right, right off the bat, people in confessionals being like, so we think the key to this is just to, like not really worry about the weight and just run. It's like, okay, so this is a run from one end of a field to the other. Great. Yeah, Fun. exactly. It also, it just felt like maybe we could have made the distance much, much further. So there was any like reason to do the puzzles, but, or, you know, you could only carry your own box or something yeah. so that it, you know, you like really need Alyssa to drop her box or something yeah. like that. I mean, I'm no, you know, I, I was certainly not, not uh, measuring by uh you know whatever um but it looked like it was probably like a mile at most (laughs) yeah it did not seem bad yeah um 
And the fact that Alyssa's, you know, at the end being like, I didn't think I could do it, but I pushed through. It's like, well, if this was like a legitimate, like, uh, you know, mini final of some sort, like you probably wouldn't have been able to do it. Oh my um, God, she'll die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's more compelling to see, you know, the weak link stand out rather than just like, oh, we finished the sprint. But yeah, it was a really bad challenge. Uh, one of the worst in recent memory for me. Um, so yeah, moving swiftly on, the green team wins. Um, and uh, was that where we were getting to the deliberation? Yes. Okay. So. Deliberation. I mean, the I don't like. I see that West was saying that he was going to do a temporary t- uh, ceasefire between the vets and then like Tyler and Monty. Does that include like most of Big Brother? How does that work? I'm wondering. Uh. It- definitely seemed like the target was fully on survivor for for this one you know for him to say mm-hmm. like well um i know you guys have your big brother thing so we'll, we'll we'll protect them if we can protect the mtv people and we'll go you know we have the majority here to go after survivor mm-hmm. now i saw this and i was immediately so frustrated <laughs> because i understand that big brother is gaining a couple numbers sure but the thing is probably five people of each gender will make the final it's not like a final two as in big brother or a final three as in survivor you do not need to be in the top three of your alliance it'll be fine uh so calling it off and working with these vets who probably will win multiple eliminations it will take multiple attempts to get them out like you cannot rest until they're gone they will bank every single one of you in a final mm-hmm. for the most part. So I'm super frustrated <laughs> watching the ceasefire already. Yeah. I mean, it's no surprise coming from Tyler. I can see him. Uh, well, actually it's no surprise coming from either of them. Like Tyler just strikes me as the type of person that's like, all right, like the, the cool kids want me to sit at their table. I'm going to go sit with them. Um, and Monty just being, we watched him strategize for 90 days in a house. Like he, you know, was, extremely average um mm-hmm. and uh him following tyler's lead and and just again same kind of vibe of just like hanging out with the cool kids um you know you can't put aside the idea that like this is also um you know them looking for their future ins with future casts and future seasons and like let me make friends with the mtv people uh, not surprised in any way shape or form that they're not thinking about you know getting the win here and now but rather buddying up to the cool kids i can see that and I like I'm not even saying that I do think Monty is going to try to become a career reality TV person. I have no idea. Um, I don't feel like I see that for Tyler. I feel like he's resisted it and basically said that he doesn't love doing reality TV and like maybe I, he's going to do this once or twice yeah. and maybe now that he's broken up with Angela that will change. But I'd be surprised if it is. Wow, I really need these relationships for future challenges for Tyler. No, but I mean, I'm agreeing with you. I think it's more likely just wanting to be friends with them, which I get. I think I was listening to uh, maybe Allie uh, say something like this of just like the dusty, the dusty fanboying is like very funny, but like it makes sense. Like if you're, you know, showing up uh, in this environment, like hanging out with people that are, you know, that you've been watching on TV for all these years, like. Um, unless it's, you know, uh, somebody, how many of them have been watching the challenge. I really don't think that many of them are like, I mean, I, we're talking specifically about like somebody like Tyler. I think he's been watching, uh, and yeah, Dusty, obviously. Tyler. So like, I, I get it. I get the impulse to like, want to hang out and, you know, nerd out and uh, listen to them talk about story. Like Dusty was saying in one of the interviews saying that like the best part of the experience for him was being in the room with, um, all these different challenge people who were just telling stories from over the years and like, you know, hearing more about, and like, yeah, that stuff is probably pretty cool. 
There has been nothing that made me want to hang out with challenge vets less than watching the challenge. Um, so I don't know. I could see it. I'm wondering for Tiffany because Tiffany does also get brought up by bananas. He says basically that she was in his ear for like 15 minutes on the bus and it was all about how Survivor needs to be like gone against and how they want to work with them. So I can see for Tiffany if her goal is to stick around as long as possible um, and like, you know, mastermind things behind the scenes. Like, okay, I could see it. I still don't know that it's her optimizes her winning chances per se, mm -hmm. but I'm still confused for most other people's perspectives. The votes in this deliberation end up going on Chris and Cassidy, who are both in their own rights uh very upset when they find out that they're the votes um cassidy is running around asking the the guys to explain themselves and chris is calling them out too so you know they're certainly pissed and um cassidy especially it seemed uh from the edit like making it uh, you know a point to not let anybody who was voting her in you know just get off like eh, it's fine it's funny because this is not what i would have expected having watched chris and cassidy on survivor a hundred percent which i love like, but it's so funny because Cassidy's like, boys, you want to explain yourselves? And like, hey, no, they don't come over. Tyler and Monty don't care. And then Chris is like, hey, Tyler's like, oh, like, sorry, man. Chris is like, you're not sorry. Like, if anything, I usually expect Big Brother players to be messier. So mm -hmm. this was interesting. It was, it's, uh, again, I'm, I feel like I'm seeing this especially of Chris, a side of him that I never knew existed, just confrontational, like playing like loud, uh, anything, anything at all. Uh, cause on survivor, he made a fire and you know, won a million dollars, um, <laughs> after being off the show again, whatever. But, um, and then Cassidy was just, you know, very much under edited. So, you know, we saw her, um, and we saw different parts of her that were fun but nothing uh nothing like this so i'm i'm enjoying mm -hmm. it for both of them um when they uh actually i don't i don't know where exactly to bounce off of here but i do need to kind of tie in uh cassidy making friends with all the right or the wrong people um connecting to to one josh martinez um oh <laughs> she does insist uh she she has insisted that this was strictly plat platonic uh no uh, nothing else happening there they're just friends Okay, yeah, because I did a podcast with Rob, and uh, I generally avoid as much as possible when it comes to the filming of the challenge, and so and also previews. So Josh and Cassidy had not crossed my radar at all, and when Rob says, "What do you think about the upcoming Josh and Cassidy hookup?" <laughs> I was like, "What?" <laughs> so uh, I think that this hot tub scene was shown. People thought that this was going to lead to more, yeah. and I was very blindsided, thinking this was coming down the pipeline. Yeah, um, I definitely thought that a kiss was coming at the end of the scene, uh, and then it was just them hanging out in the hot tub, and uh, then I, the day after, listened to Cassidy on the uh, official Challenge podcast saying, no, we were just friends. We uh, really got along great, but that was it. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Again, because I did also think Cassidy had a boyfriend coming in here. Um, so I was very, very, very surprised for a number of reasons and glad to clear up that that doesn't seem to have been uh, an issue. Yes. But I don't know. I mean, I, I like a good friendship for her to have. I don't think that Josh is going to be voting any differently just because of it. But yeah. it helps. I mean, look, Josh is single. He could have, uh, you know, he given his best bid on that bachelor scene that they were having at the at the club. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know who won that competition if there was a winner, but, 
Yeah. 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 Um, what do you think about the Operation Hattrick that uh, saw the veterans uh, taking the uh, writing down a couple of names that they were all going to vote for to try to cause chaos and confusion, uh, drawing the names out of a hat to say, oh, you vote for this person, you vote for this person, um, uh, swallowing the paper when they were done to hide the evidence. Uh, and again, all of this just to cause confusion. It caused confusion with me because I still don't really get it. I mean, I guess they want people to really, you know, pull the Rupert, like, who voted for me? But I don't think that these people are all that surprised when there's, let's say, four or five votes that they can't account for because those challenge vets are voting differently than how they would want them to vote for in general. Um, you know, it seemed like when votes were called into question in the next round, pretty much everyone knew where they came from outside of Dusty. So I feel like... The plan, sure, try something, but I don't even think that one vote here, one vote there is necessarily the best move. I guess, like, is this giving, like, when I put a vote on you in the middle of a Goose Goose Duck game and I'm just trying to get a reaction out of you at a, when the votes get removed? Yes, like, yes, but I, hey. I think that <laughs> my reactions, not to give it away, but are mostly sarcastic. And you're uh, also usually voting for yourself, too, so. That is true. I do often do that, but <laughs> I, not all the time, um, but yes, I do as well throw votes on people I think will give me reactions. 100%. So. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, if everybody's voting to skip, like, I'm going to vote on someone. <laughs> me too. It's, it's so boring. <laughs> Look, if you could vote to skip in the challenge, like, no, never do it. <laughs> and the next thing you know, Mon gets, like, three votes because we all accidentally clicked him. We all didn't even discuss it. He gets to, oh, wow. <laughs> 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 My thing is, I'm looking at who ended up getting votes here, right? So Tiffany gets four. Now, I'm maybe one of those votes is the challenge vet. So, like, okay, maybe they threw a vote on Tiffany. We know Bananas is on Fessel. Mm-hmm. We know that... Um, Tori's is on Alyssa L. Yes. And then that leaves like one on Desi, one on Sebastian, two on Chanel. I just like don't think that these are the people that are going to give you the biggest reactions anyway. Or are most of them really the biggest threats that they need to be getting out? Right. Um, so that's what is confusing me. Like, okay, you threw a vote on a bunch of random people, but... Okay. Yeah, sure. I mean, again, it's like they're they're trying to celebrate the fact that they're the people in the middle and that, you know, it's Survivor Big Brother. So, like, they they did a, a relative mix of Survivor and Big Brother people that got the votes, and it's just trying to, you know, get them to look at the other side and say, well, which one of you did this to me? Um, yeah. Yeah. Alyssa goes into elimination, spoiler alert, um, and is, you know, if she comes back in the house, then maybe she's pissed off and fired up trying to figure out, you know, who, who the vote was rather than Cassidy coming back and she knows who the votes were. So I just think that Alyssa would have been able to figure out, like, oh, it was a vet. Like, whichever one of it was, it was one of them. Right. But um, it, it did confuse me when we get into the next episode and the vets are all like, it worked, it worked. I'm like, it didn't work. It, it really didn't. <laughs> no. Like, we'll get there. Yeah. Let's talk about the elimination because I have a whole lot to say about all of that. Okay. Um, so TJ makes a strong emphasis about how all it takes is one ball uh, to go in. I'm sure he says that every time, but they highlighted it this time because the one ball that's going to get picked is by Alyssa L. Again, that was a Tory vote. So Tory uh, getting Alyssa into elimination with just the one vote there. They're playing. Uh, it's Cassidy versus Alyssa L. Um, so Chris gets the night off there, even though he was voted in. Uh, they're playing an elimination called Blockheads, where you're locked in these cages, roll around to the flags, get them in order that you need to get them in, run to a light box, get a code, unlock your cage. And this was a elimination that you feel strongly about because... 
Oh no, I meant that I actually had a lot to say about the uh, celebrating. Okay. I realized that that came off wrong. Um, <laughs> but in general, I felt a good elimination. Tried to set you up. Um, yeah, uh, pretty evenly matched uh, for sure. There was not like a big size difference, a big you know uh, any kind of difference. And you know when you eliminations like these, first of all, make me claustrophobic, and second of all, um, yeah, who has the upper hand? Neither of you. I mean, I do think that Cassidy was lapping Alyssa. To be fair, yes. like, you know, when they're getting their flags, at least Cassidy has four and Alyssa is like, you know, two and Just a quarter. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think that Cassidy was definitely performing very well here, um, but not by lack of effort from Alyssa. She posts like on her Instagram and stuff. She is covered in bruises after this and this seems like you really need to want it in order to do this you have to like really throw your body around i thought it was not one that we've seen like 700 times before but i was surprised these are some pretty heavy boxes that they're throwing around yeah and i feel like i come to this line of thinking every so often of just like when you know you're going in you have all day to prepare and get fired up and you know really build up that you know um mindset of like i need to go in and attack this like cassidy had all day to get there get to get ready for that and Alyssa probably didn't think there was ever a world where she was going in that night um getting one vote and then you know one out of however many votes and you happen to be the one that goes in she was um just i i thought unprepared i don't know that you know being in reverse positions like if she was the cassidy here and cassidy got the one vote like i don't know if that would have made a huge difference but like in the in the aspect of what you're saying like you need to want it to throw your body into the cage hardly uh, hard and badly enough uh, to get it. Like it could have given her a little bit of a boost, but it did still seem like Cassidy just kind of had it down and, and she did figure it out. Yeah. I don't know the ultimate size difference on them. My, like in my head, Cassidy's a little bit bigger than Alyssa, but not all that much. Um, so, and, but I also just feel like maybe a little more like fit. Um, yeah. So, I had I expected Cassidy to be winning this. I feel like it was hard fought on both sides. It was a solid elimination. I'm wondering if those blocks, like, did they have women's blocks and men's blocks, or were just like the women throwing around the same weight that they expected the men to throw around? Mm-hmm. Um, because like you know, you pick two of the smallest people in this house versus like okay, Fessel, and how does he even fit in there for the yeah. first place? You know, I'm gonna tell you they did not have, yeah, did not have two different size blocks. I promise you. I doubt that. So, <laughs> um, uh, you know, of course the challenge always plans ahead. Yeah. Cassidy, uh, does stay on blue. Um, this is the team that she built and she's going to stick to it. So I wasn't too surprised about that. Were you not at all? Yeah. Um, Everyone should be going to blue at this point for sure. Um, and the, uh, story here for Alyssa L, uh, not much of a story. Um, I actually kind of enjoyed Alyssa on this season. I feel like she played really hard. She was getting her numbers together. She wasn't willing to just lay down and let the vets take it. Even when they kind of did run the first blue team meeting, she was the only one of the only dissenting voices against that. So I thought she had a strong run here, even if it was cut short. I think that we are still probably pretty likely to get her again in the future. 
I hope so. I like Alyssa. I liked uh, TJ giving her a little bit of praise on the end, just saying that he hopes to see her. Uh, you know, it, it was a genuine, I hope to see you again. Um, mm-hmm. We got a little bit of <laughs> Tiffany saying in Elimination, like she's like my emotional support out here, um, which is just kind of furthering their storyline over the past three seasons of reality they've done together. Um, good to see that they're at a good place now. Uh, they're friends and all that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, she was getting a lot of credit from people, both a little bit on the show and more so off the show of just like how in it she was playing the strategy of it all and, and working to get people together and numbers together. And we, we saw a little bit of it on the show. Um, so I do think that she's really got her head in the game. Um, just, you know, couldn't pull this one out and now over two in elimination. So gotta, gotta, you know, win one of these sooner or later. Um, I think that Alyssa will do just great on the season that her social game can carry her through because, I really do struggle to see eliminations that she's going to excel in, um, but I, I hope she pulls one out sometime. Actually, did she win? Uh... Oh, no, she did win with Leo uh, in that um, trivia challenge, I believe, yeah, she, but she it won was one. basically because not a single person in the house could answer one of the questions that Kyle and Kira had. So, okay, um, well, let me knock completely discredit she has one elimination win um <laughs> a solo elimination win i struggle <laughs> well it also depends she could probably throw Alyssa s around a little bit probably um and we were all waiting to see it <laughs> so yeah i mean it's and it's not that i can't see her winning one it's just that i i struggle to see an elimination where i'm like oh lock her in that's where she excels right um episode six episode six Dusty, dusty, dusty. Oh, my God. Dusty? His parents named him Apple. Um, <laughs> oh, like, this was Jokes embarrassing. Like Again. Yeah. And I feel bad because it seems like from exit interviews, maybe the, like, Johnny Bananas is my hero moment was Frankenbit. Like, I'm not 100% sure. Um, on that, I would have to go back and listen to both his interview and mm-hmm. uh, the clip. But there's, like, enough damning evidence on the floor here already for me yeah no they certainly um according to him made it you know much more much bigger of a deal than he ever intended it for it to be just he was coming in being like i think you're pretty cool like i've been watching you for all these years and i uh whatever and he, he keeps emphasizing he's like um bananas was giving me like you know not just challenge advice but like life advice and i appreciated that and the note was just like thanks for all the tips like you're a legend, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't like a, a whole love note that, you know, he was writing to Bananas in case Bananas left in that episode. So trying to really, you know, kind of uh, not make himself out to be as uh, much of a dork as they're trying to make him seem like he is. But, um, I mean, not helping himself here with this whole, uh, you know, screaming at all these different women about how they voted for him when he was wrong about uh, he was completely wrong with uh, the people that he thought voted for him. Uh, the survivor girls were the ones that uh, were actually putting their votes on dusty in the last uh, round. Uh, but he's going all the way off on Tiffany Mitchell about it, who is, you know, it's like there's a different kind of reaction when you're getting accused of something that like you didn't actually do, but the person is fully convinced that you did it. Like, that's for me uh, when I'm playing anything, any of these games that I'm like, I don't know how to combat this because the truth is what I'm telling you, and you just don't believe me. Mm-hmm. Well, that is how you combat it. Is how Tiffany did. Is you you gotta go home. <laughs> there's no log. There's no logic with you apparently. So sorry. Like <laughs> there's no way to combat this anymore. Yeah. Um. 
that's the thing is that Dusty says that he and Tiffany were pretty close before this. And regardless of if Dusty was right or wrong, the way that he was yelling at her was gross. Um, so he says that he has apologized to her since uh, both the next morning and since. And they've talked and they're good. But I mean, like, it just wasn't a good look <laughs> coming yeah. in and just being like and, and just even the screaming like macho man talk of like yeah you like that you thought you were gonna throw me in like you didn't even go into elimination what are you celebrating um like i am embarrassed uh so like chris was i'm as embarrassed of chris and he won an elimination and didn't do as much as this yeah um the only upside of all of this is that we get a couple of uh typically amazing tiffany confessionals uh just making fun of dusty the rest of the episode uh happened in uh the the first one being i guess um when she's they're giving the team confessional and tiffany's like yeah we need to win today or uh dusty's gonna put a vote on me um and you know just (laughs) totally straight faced she got that one out and then making fun of him during the challenge and um making comments as he is uh about to go into elimination later on and as he's in elimination just uh, a lot of good confessionals out of this whole debacle Mm-hmm. Those were super funny, so I did enjoy those for sure. I also really enjoyed the editing where he's like, I know that Alyssa L voted for me. It's like, did not. Tiffany voted for me, did nope. not. And Alyssa <laughs> voted for me. It's like, didn't even vote. <laughs> like, that was so funny. <laughs> um, yeah, this man. Um, this man. So, I don't know. Um, I guess we'll uh, we get uh, we keep talking Dusty now. There's... Uh, you know, more to come as we're going to see him kind of become more of a background character as Wes is really going to take the uh, forefront of this episode or the forefront is the forefront. Yeah, I, I mean, my only Another like the rest character. of. We talked a little bit about this, but Tori, Josh, Bananas being like, ooh, look what we did. Like, we know, got so them annoying. all to fight. Like, I, I genuinely wonder if they think this was them um, or if there was something that we didn't see that could be attributed to them just slightly more because I, it truly was embarrassing. And I was like, yeah. do you think that this is like, this was all you and your strategic move? I mean, we've seen. I would say more than one of these people think that uh, they were pulling off some great strategy when they have not in the past and taking credit for um, other people's or person's moves before. So I would not be entirely surprised if they are that delusional, but I was embarrassed. Yes. Um, Do we want to get into the West of it all? Let's get into the West of it all. The West of it all. uh, He does have his clothes on in this episode and things are a little bit more serious for him. That's why he got voted in. That's what, well, so, and also the problems all started probably in a day where he had all of his clothes off um, because um, he is expecting and he, uh, well, him and his wife are expecting. And uh, Wes, I, th- I don't really know how to handle this topic because, um, like, on the surface, it's just like, oh, he's very nervous about, you know, the upcoming future of his life that he's about to be a father. Um, it's just like certainly something that I have no experience in, uh, that emotion or that feeling of becoming a parent. Um, because I, I genuinely feel the nervousness and anxiety within him throughout all of this. Like I know that, you know, Wes plays things up a lot and Desi calls him out at one point being like, he just wants all the attention on him. And I'm like, I don't know. Like I've watched a lot of Wes Mm -hmm. and something deep down really felt to me like he was struggling. You know, he's like, scared for this next phase of his life where he's not going to be the kid that he was anymore. You know, he's, he's not a kid anymore, but like 
about to, you know, th- that feeling of that you're about to be responsible for a whole human life that's about to show up. Um, I, I don't know. I Again, I can't really speak to it from a personal standpoint, but I felt for him. Yeah, that is... Okay, so when he's talking about how at first, like, oh, he's going to be a father. It's like, okay, that's one level. And then about how, like, oh, this could even potentially be his last challenge. I was right. like, oh, like, that's a whole level deeper. And then when he says to Bananas, basically, like, he might be done with this, and that is like part of what makes him him it is a part of his identity the identity that him and bananas share together and he's trying to like have him relate to this because bananas doesn't seem to be getting it at first like he is losing that and he is not going to be able to regain it and he is watching it leave in front of him and that's very scary so i think it much more is like a complete identity crisis that he's having here like i am losing what makes a very large part of me me and i'm going to be doing things that i'm excited about moving forward but oh my god that part of me is over right like the fact that he's sitting in the room with bananas and dusty you know it's like okay great so he has you know somebody who gets his past in bananas here and understands him and you have a parent here in dusty um i'm like someone who gets his future Sure, uh, exactly. Um, <laughs> and probably will write him letters about how great his future and he will be. Um, but like what you really need in this moment is like the exact person is like a CT, uh, somebody that's like both that gets the past and is the parent and can kind of like, you know, combine those two worlds because Banana sounded tone deaf talking to him and uh, Dusty. It's like, all right, I don't even know your last name, Dusty. So like, thanks for the advice. Um, yeah. So it, it, you know, the whole scene just felt like it would have actually been a legitimately real challenge moment had the right people been there to talk to Wes about this. Um, I, I don't know, even like maybe even any other parent in the house, like if Tiffany was there, just like for some reason, maybe just and I, and I feel like a jerk saying this about Dusty in the same episode where he's also talking about his father who has passed and whatnot. Um, but just like the Dusty in the beginning of the episode and him like fanboying over the legends, like it, it was hard to take super seriously in this conversation. And I just, I don't know. I mean, so I agree based on the edited episode that having someone talk to him there, like, like a Tiffany or another parent might help. But Wes on Twitter has even said that it's not even becoming a parent that is going to keep him away. That is not a disqualifier from doing the challenge. Many people have done the challenge and both that he places no judgment on that. And that like, it's doable, but that his businesses are reaching a point, And I'm sure that, you know, becoming a father, like on top of that does not help like where he can't walk away from it anymore. And that is what's going to keep him away. Now, will he figure out a way to figure that out in the future? Potentially. Um, but it's seeming like right now that part of his life is over. So even if he were to talk to a parent like a Tiffany or like, you know, CT who has been away for a little bit, but is probably coming back. Um, they have figured out how to handle the parenting and the reality show at the same time. And it doesn't seem like Wes is going to be able to do to do that. So I don't know that that would really even solve things for him here. And he, he might, you know, he has no idea, um, you know, what thing like, uh, I mean, he seems to have a bit of an idea of like, you know, he's definitely worried and, and has a lot on his plate with all of that stuff. But um, once this child is born and he figures out, you know, life as uh, a parent and, you know, all of this stuff that he's worried about, like as soon as he starts to figure things out, like, you know, maybe the answers will be different or things will look different. And, you know, sometimes everybody's different. Everybody does this kind of thing differently and everybody has different things going on. So I don't think it'll be the last time we ever see West by any means. Um, but do we see West on season 40? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Um, 
you know, considering how close it is and considering the aspect of it, th- you know, people saying that it's going to be a legend season. I mean, I think if the cast is right and if he's in an okay mental state, like, you know, leaving, um, it's, it's certainly not, you know, completely off the table. Uh, you know, that's, I don't know. I think they have to pay him enough ultimately. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Um, I think they have to pay him enough and then he'll show up. And I think that, um, well, I don't think that any part of this was disingenuous. I think that it was like very heartfelt and, very real i yeah. think that uh he also knows that yeah um so i do think that he's someone who can demand a very large check and they may as well uh you know throw them that money so i think it's possible yeah um let's talk about trivia real quick and uh, before we get to the elimination and say goodbye to uh not wes but um uh trivia challenge what do you think about the format of this one um, the format, it's fine. Uh, I have like a couple of things. So the fact that it was teams, it was like, all right, I don't love this. I really wish it was like individuals and like, you know, your team had an advantage by having more people. That's fine. Monty was like, we had an advantage cause we have less opinions. Like that doesn't seem to help. I think mm-hmm. that seven minds to, or eight minds, even if one of them is not the brightest is probably more helpful cause they have, might have more coverage than five would. But uh, yeah, I think that, you know, a reward for having more people on your team might be that you get, you know, eight chances when you ask those questions. Now, I really enjoyed the like mechanics of it lifting higher and higher and watching them try to cling to this wall with no handholds. But these trivia questions were so weird to me. Yes. Um, there was one that was about the Eras tour and I was like, the timeline of when this challenge season was filmed did not click in my mind because I fully would have guessed that it was like after Wait, that's or during hilarious because literally we've talked about how Michelle came home from, Oh no. Was it, she came home from yeah. this one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, saw, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Came home from this challenge like for three days, mm-hmm. saw the era's tour <laughs> very quickly and then shipped off for season 39. So it was really funny to me that Michelle gets the era's tour question. Correct. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I definitely thought about that, but also was just thinking that like, I don't know. I was like, may- maybe in my head, I thought that the tour had like kind of just started um, when mm-hmm. Michelle had been there. And I was like, how do they, not, the- not how do they know about it? But like, I don't know the way that he was talking about it or asking the question made it seem like it had been going on for months prior. Maybe it had, I, I don't know. I don't know. She was at the same night as me. Ooh. Yeah. I should have hung out. I like almost maybe happened, but it didn't. What? We'll talk about it. Um, you, so, wait, you, the listeners want to know. No. <laughs> so our first um, ever Patreon episode is this story. <laughs> no, not actually, but not not there was not. I'm not actually in almost at all. Um, okay, but yeah. So I yeah, she showed up at that same night, and it was funny to see that she got it. But otherwise, like I thought that was really easy in general. Um, maybe depending on the timing of when this filmed, it wasn't quite as mainstream as it is now, Mm -hmm. but a lot of these look, Tori says (laughs) TJ makes them all look like dum-dums. Generally, I think that's because they are mostly dum-dums. Um, but a lot of these things, I don't know these, I don't know these answers. Um, I, I didn't take extensive notes about the questions. There were, there were some, you know, there's always some funny ones in there. Um, always a worthwhile watch. Um, the only one that I specifically remember is about Jojo Siwa, which I thought was hysterical that, um, somebody was like, Jojo Siwa is known for dancing with the stars. Very funny. <laughs> and I think Cassidy even said dance moms and everyone just over. Yes. Like, Tori, they overrode her. I feel yeah. like 
multiple times. People said the right answer, and Tori yelled a wrong answer over yeah. them. No, I mean, like, look, I get it. You, you saw in the news that Jojo Siwa was on Dancing with the Stars. It made headlines. You know, it was a same-sex couple for the first time, and it was, like, <laughs> very exciting. Um, but that's not <laughs> – most people don't go on Dancing with the Stars to gain notoriety. <laughs> well, really funny that <laughs> – like, oh, the first show that she did was Dancing with the Stars, <laughs> where you already have to be a star to get on it. Yeah, I mean, look, I guess if you're talking about the dancers, like, yeah, that's where they became famous. But, like, uh, for, for a lot of them. Um, but, that, that, someone thought that, I mean, I guess. But it was just funny. Um, any other answers that? They, there's so many. I mean, you? first of all, there are ones that I just like, how many amendments are there in the Constitution? Something that people should know, it's not something I know. I'm sorry. I threw that out of my mind a very long time ago. <laughs> uh, like a very long time ago. Canada's capital? No clue. I don't think most Americans know. I um, Yeah, I was like so convinced. Oh, Kirsten's going to hate us. Um, and Jay, listening, anyone listening? Um, she doesn't listen anymore? Oh my God, that's so sad. Um, When's the last time she watched the challenge? I don't know. I thought she just supported us. Um, <laughs> but I was like, it's totally Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it was Toronto, but I was like, I could not tell you what this is. No, I, I didn't actually think it was Toronto, but like when they were all naming all these different cities and nobody said Toronto, I was like, maybe it is Toronto. Yeah. I'm stupid. Um, I mean, like I lead singer of the White Stripes had heard, but I would not have been able to pull. Year the Civil War started, again, should know it. I, know. I don't. Um, but <laughs> the... Who was it? Somebody's yelling like, no, 1744. <laughs> I think it was Chanel. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like it was... 1845. <laughs> it was like, what? It was 18, but it was just like also not near his guests. So <laughs> yeah. that was funny. And then they started asking about like Coldplay album names. Like, wh what is this? I wanted basic knowledge where they're like so obvious that they look stupid because they don't know basic questions. Yeah. I mean, why when you have a whole because... team there answering questions, somebody should know. Yeah, but, like, I don't know. I guess you had to get far enough, but give me, like, super, super basic stuff because I want them to look stupid, and they didn't. Mm -hmm. Now, I know that um, I did say, because I looked for some stuff on Reddit, and I did not find everything I was looking for. But what I did see, and I don't know who leaked this piece of information, but there is Ooh. a comment that does say, you mean to tell me that the strategy was that they used their asses and production edited it out? So I don't know if people were pulling their pants down on this challenge. <laughs> And put it going butt to glass to, try to stay <laughs> up longer so they can get more skin contact. But yeah, what the hell? Now they're editing it out. So you know what's funny? Because my first thought when you said that was bananas. That's fully <laughs> oh, a bananas move. That man and loves to have his butt out. Yes. Um, and apparently Wes too. Um, but my <laughs> first thought um, when you said that again was um, we really didn't see that many close-ups of blue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, valid. Yeah. So, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah. Um, but also, I, mean, why I was they... like, I, le legs are coming out. Like we're going full thigh on that thing. Like I was surprised that people were not starting there already. Yeah, but I was also uh, like, they would not hesitate to show us butts. Like they literally showed us yeah. butts in the first one. So, um, I don't know. Um, it was very funny to watch both Tiffany and Alyssa S. You know, uh, glued to the thing uh, as it's like nearly <laughs> entirely uh, up. Uh, upright yeah tiffany's was wild it was vertical <laughs> i don't and she didn't even have her whole face against it or anything she was like kissing the glass lightly um and the face she like, makes when she's about there. to drop was just incredible <laughs> too funny uh yeah that was wild i this was a fun challenge i liked this one um in terms of the mechanics of it but i wish that 
the questions were different. I wish that it was like individuals. Trivia as a team, overall, thumbs down. Yeah, um, agreed. So uh, the blue team ends up winning, and uh, we go back to the house, unless you had anything else on trivia. Um, We are going to see Tori and Bananas, members of the blue team, both worried that uh, this is going to be a bad vote for one West Bergman, um, and they don't think that they're going to have the numbers because there are still eight people on that team, and six of them are uh, not looking out for Wes's best interests as we get to the deliberation. Um, that is exactly what happens. And uh, Tori and Bananas really can't do much at all. So I guess at this point, they're just avoiding making enemies out of anybody else and going with the West votes just to save face. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> like they're outnumbered. Yeah. They're out, like, there's nothing that they can do. Uh, they're like, so are survivors off the table? Like, yes. Okay. Well then tell us what we're doing. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Um, and as far as the women go, it was uh, Tiffany that was getting a majority of the votes there, but a couple people that weren't looking to vote for Tiffany that threw some votes to Alyssa S. But Tiffany and Wes do get the votes from the blue team here. Um, Tiffany's like, yeah, I guess we just both have the best brains in the house, so they're afraid of us. I'm like, well, that's not wrong. Like Tiffany, like I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm forgetting. Like I'm, I'm letting myself, not letting myself. I feel like I'm finding myself forgetting over time, just what. Tiffany Mitchell did on Big Brother 23 like having seen her now on two back-to-back challenge seasons like my brain's looking at her as a challenger now and I'm like I don't want to forget the way that I watched Tiffany Mitchell play Big Brother and I was just in complete awe for however yeah. many days I don't know she spanked the vast majority of that cast strategically so uh yeah I do think that she like gets a little bit downplayed on the challenge because it's not like the most strategic game in the world. Well, I love it. I think that there are opportunities for strategy and I think that they're, they do go on more than makes the edit of the show. Um, so I, I think it is, I understand why someone might forget, but yeah, Tiffany, if I had to like rank the best strategist in the house, um, Tiffany's number one. Wes is probably up there too. Yeah, for sure. So what did you say? Might be number two. Yeah. Um, so this is going to turn into a whole montage of Wes. Um, generally, very supportive of this idea. Uh, vote for the women, but uh, not really here. Am I supporting this yeah. idea? Um, vote for a woman. I was like, yeah. yes. Yeah, like, Wes, we're <laughs> talking the same language, my friend. Like, yes, absolutely. Um, but also <laughs> very much love the fact that um, I, I've probably said this in our, in our uh, chat with Brian and Allie before, but I love that. Like our brand, like the, like anytime that <laughs> Brian Cohen thinks of like uh, standing women, he thinks Matt and Scally. <laughs> <laughs> like we're, we're the only ones uh, or at the very least we're at the top of the list. And I just love that being brand, uh, my mm-hmm. slash our brand. So, yeah, I did get my first, uh, you're so sexist, not rooting for women recently. And I was like, oh. do you know me? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you I rooting like for? Ever? <laughs> um, no, I try to, you know, root for men every so often. But, uh, yeah, generally. What was it, like the Jam Jam win or something? Like, No, it was Jag versus Blue on the Big Brother. Oh. Of um, <laughs> which, like, I felt justified. Yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> whatever um so 
I don't know. I feel like, in general, yeah, vote for women. But not when it's for them to leave the game, Wes. Yeah. Wes being like, I've, I'm asking everybody that's going to vote, please vote for a woman, any woman. I don't care. Just don't vote for a man. Um, and again, usually, I agree. This time, I don't know. Well, any um, woman might be a stretch, but generally. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I don't know. I have, I have nothing else until we get to the elimination. Um. Yeah, I we already talked about all of the like West and Banana stuff, so I'm yeah. good for the voting and stuff. Right. So when we get down uh, to it and the secret votes have been cast, um, we do see that maybe Wes's persuasion helped uh, get a few people to give him a chance of not having a, a man go in. Dusty got most of the votes. I didn't catch exactly how many it was. Um, Chanel did get one. Michaela did get one, which was the vote from Wes. Um, and Alyssa Snyder got two votes. Dusty getting the rest, putting the odds very much in uh Dusty's or uh, against Dusty's favor for him going in and he is going to go in. So it was really funny to me how they were like, what? I can't believe that some of the women got votes. I thought we were all going to vote for Dusty. It's like, um, the vets are still here. They do get to vote. We all know that like Wes gets a vote. Bananas gets a vote. <laughs> like Dusty himself Tori, gets a yeah. vote. <laughs> so like what? Yeah. Tori and they're all accounted for. <laughs> well, Tori and bananas didn't get a vote because they were on blue. Oh, true, 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 true. Right. But, um, but still, plenty of other people in that alliance. Uh, Josh wow, is. Look at me pulling a dusty. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is, and then Corey's, and I don't know whoever else was not on that yeah, team. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, maybe Fessel even. Maybe. No, he's on blue. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, so the elimination, if we are up to that, is called crank shafted, um, and it is giving survivor. <laughs> I love. Uh to see somebody racing on a, on top of a barrel. Yeah. What do you think of the elimination of, like as a competition? Not necessarily how it played out. Um fun. Uh yeah. fun enough. It was, you know, I, I like I like when it's something different. If we've seen this before, sorry, I don't really remember. Um it was, you know, the same kind of, you know, untie puzzle pieces kind of deal that we've seen a million times mixed in with a little bit of strategy kind of only for the first person who went because like all it took was Wes going first to see like, Oh nope, The little one does absolutely nothing for you. You need at least the second one uh, to save dusty a couple of seconds on his run by making sure he didn't waste time trying the little one, you know, but um, overall thought it was fine. Uh, I was like, kind of in what should almost always come down to who gets to go first and who gets to go second and gets to see that first person make that mistake. Um, I think that, it is generally not well designed, if that is the case. Uh, it does look like, I don't think they highlighted it, but you could see Dusty, like what looked like unscrewing nuts and bolts from the wheel to lock them in. So if Wes does do that first wheel, that means he screwed them on and then had to screw them off in order to use the second. And that's a lot of time that we was not accounted for in um, the edit of the TV show. So I feel like, Another one that wasn't my favorite. How long do people generally last on these wheels once they actually start moving? We have plenty of seasons of Survivor to see that the answer is not very long. Yeah. Um, so unless you're Boston Rob, yeah, but I mean, you know, most of the elimination is going to be them untying knots. So that's not super exciting for me yeah. in general. Um, but so as an elimination, it was okay. I mean, now if, it, if yeah. we're gonna go with the barrels, just give me the full-on Survivor challenge at this point. Yeah, you know, them versus each other. 
get it. Yeah, both get both of them up on a barrel, and whoever uh, comes That's off two first. two out of three. Exactly. Done. Um, I mean, I'm sure it wouldn't be a very long elimination, but like, I want to watch it. Make it a double elimination. Make them both, you know, do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, now versus how it plays out. Were you surprised by how it played out? The results. Yes. Well, like the edit was giving us a whole three act story of like, you know, um, like at a certain point, I'm like, I'm like, at first I'm falling for it because I'm like, oh, like Wes is going home. And then like something clicks as, you know, bananas comes down and you realize that they haven't actually, you know, confirmed the winner or the loser yet um, that you're like, oh, OK, maybe wait, maybe they're pulling one over on us, which they are. Um, and then you also have the fact that. Um, what this has been like the West episode and it does feel like Wes is going home uh, compared to Dusty. You know, he got a highlight, a very negative highlight, but that also is how he was playing the game. Um, it was, I, it just felt like it was the time that Wes was going home, but I also like you, you saw through the cracks to see that it was coming. It was very strange to me because I did not get to watch live, unfortunately. Uh, but so I knew what happened and uh, so I'm watching very much through the lens of how does this happen? Because from what I had seen, people were very, very surprised by the results of this elimination, given how it played out in the real time. I think that we saw almost every single person up on the stands was left with their jaw on the floor when it was announced that Wes won, uh, because in their minds, it was so obvious that he lost. Right. Um I, now, I yeah. do feel like I saw some, I, I truly can't remember who, but uh, they were saying basically like, this is all I've heard about. From, there's someone from one of these shows, I don't remember if it was, I'm pretty sure it was, um, they were a challenger, it might have been someone who was on like Survivor along with one of these contestants, but it's like, this is all I have heard about for the last six months, is this elimination, implying basically no one believes that Wes won. Hmm. Um... I mean, if you're looking at it from the perspective of like, okay, well, everybody's mostly paying attention to the part where they start spinning the wheel and then the person is going to then fall. Yes, Wes fell faster than Dusty. So that makes it seem like it's for sure that Wes lost because Dusty got him off faster than Dusty got Wes off. But um, who's sitting there counting the seconds of what's going on when they're taking you know the knots out? I mean, he said 37 seconds. I know, but I just feel like when things are 37 seconds apart, I leave that very unsure with who wins. I don't feel like, oh, obviously this happened. I'm not counting the seconds, but I can still tell how long from when TJ blew his horn until when the person fell off. Like, it's a feeling. I don't think that this took a minute. Like, if if this took very short amounts of time, which it seemed like it didn't take all that long, then you can tell the difference between... Like the 37 seconds is a very small delta if it is a five minute, 10 minute challenge. Yeah. I mean, if we're talking like serious allegations of like, did they rig this for Wes? Like, isn't that like a major lawsuit if like they... the challenge is not actually classified like that? So they do not have a uh, board of fairness, to my knowledge. Um, <laughs> it's a wonder that they don't show the times on any of the challenges for the last 15 seasons. Like, I don't know how the how all of that. I'm works. not saying yeah. that I think that it was because like it's just actually. so easy to prove. Like if I'm a uh, suppose like 
I'm that member of production and I get fired from my job tomorrow. And I was the one that got asked to switch the numbers to make sure that Wes won't like why, what's stopping that person from then? You know, I, I don't know. It's just, it's an NDA. It's, <laughs> it just seems so easy for someone to, to come out and, and say, you know, like this is what happened and you're right. It we, I don't know. I don't, I'm not saying that it did happen. I don't, I don't know. I just think it's very interesting that every single person on that like stand was so sure that Dusty won, again, I said they didn't like show that they had to put on these nuts and bolts or I think probably, what is it, the nuts are the ones you have to screw on and the bolts are the like male piece. Um, but so like they didn't show that. That takes a little while to do with your hands. Uh, like Between that, they had even said like Dusty is going for an unconventional method of t- untying these ropes. But it seems to be working out really well for him. Like every piece of commentary we got was like, wow, Dusty's going really fast, much faster than we expected. And then knocks Wes off immediately. And then Wes won. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, do it do, uh, kind of am enjoying the Wes and Cassidy feud uh, that is uh, <laughs> began uh, Wes and Michaela, Wes and Cassidy, Wes and Survivor in general. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. And now that this is going to very much continue because Wes is still in the house. I'm um, just curious to see what's going to come next from that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, not much more to, to really say about it. You know, whether they uh whether i guess it was rigged or whatever not i we're never gonna know um certainly uh probably a lot of people out there that think it was and uh does it make a difference to you would you rather have seen west gone home it's so hard where i'm like no obviously not but do i want them to rig this for like johnny bananas versus or let's say tory versus big t in the future like no right 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 um, so like, that's my issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not even saying that I think it was rigged. I am saying that it's very it curious was. that in, even Wes was so floored that he won. Yeah. Oh, that raises an eyebrow for me. Yeah. I mean, he literally fell to his knees, you know, bananas comes down to give him like a big hug and he's like, no, it's fine. I'm fine. Like I lost. It's okay. Like he fully thought he lost. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I, 37 seconds is not like that it, it's too close for me to be like oh obviously they just would have like they would have i don't know it's too close where i think that most people would have felt so confident that they knew who won in this thing like yeah. it's not it's it's too close for them to have said basically like oh it's over wes is going home we're all 100 percent sure we'll all bet our lives on it and then wes stays that feels weird Yep. So, oh well. Yep. It yep, is yep. what it is. For sure. <laughs> um, so, Wes is going to jump to the blue team and take Chris Underwood's spot. And uh, this is where we are. We have a new blue team with another vet on it. Chris is going to join the green team with his mortal big brother enemies. And uh, we'll see where things go. Do you think this was the correct decision for Wes? I mean, I'm not sitting here crunching the numbers of, like, the vets <laughs> on one team versus the other. But, like, yes, you joined the strongest team. Am I am I Going to blue. Absolutely the correct decision. Oh, so you He's were just making a joke. Wait, Chris okay. away the right decision. Because... Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, if you want the strong team, you keep Chris there and you send Sebastian. My thing is, Chris's enemies in the house 
are Monty and Tyler. Now, by putting him on a team with them, if they win a challenge, Chris is automatically safe and they can no longer vote him in. So you have just given Chris immunity should his biggest rivals win. Obviously, the vets could decide to vote in Chris, but why not? throw in throw sebastian over there so if green wins they can vote in chris instead of voting in one of the mtv vets and if you want you win uh like then whatever chris is safe who cares very true i don't know i i mean like maybe they're just so confident they're gonna win um and they'll be able to vote in chris themselves and that's what he wants to do but if you're worried about like screwing over Chris. I mean, you know, first of all, make your team a little stronger by keeping Chris over Sebastian and maybe Sebastian is stronger or about equal to Chris. We don't know, but in our estimation, mm-hmm. um, and then why put him in what I think is like a little bit of a better spot for him. It definitely is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, mm-hmm. he was just so first of all, didn't think he was going to have the opportunity to make that decision. Uh, I thought he <laughs> lost. And second of all, just doesn't like Chris. Mm-hmm. that's true that's true now i know dusty says that we will see him back um i want to talk about the six people who have gone home so far or seven question mm-hmm. mark yeah uh who do you think is the least likely or like to most likely that we will be seeing back um are we taking the the vets out i mean it's hard because like john a and amanda like Top they the feel list. above the rest, but then I was like, wait, are we taking Polly out? Because I mean, I guess for the sake of the exercise, we can use every <laughs> single person here. <laughs> um, uh, I just want to know. Yeah. I mean, I'll go in a, in a very quick, not really thinking about it too much. Amanda, most likely uh, John a second, most likely just because of, um, okay. I don't know. Uh, age johnny being a little bit older i don't, I don't know um she even <laughs> not not even yeah johnny is still like <laughs> early 30s uh, yeah um and I, I don't whatever um then Polly, uh who's you know getting this whole redemption arc here and uh is very much ingrained in the 30s of the challenge um and then you have Alyssa, amir i'm not going in order i'm just looking at who's left Alyssa, amira dusty and lewis um i'm probably gonna go Alyssa after Polly. Followed by Dusty, followed by who? A Lu- Lewis or Amira? I'll go Lewis then Amira. Yeah, that's about what I think. I actually think I might move Polly to the top of the list just because he only just had his reintroduction, and I could see life getting in the way more so for Amanda and John A, where they choose to sit out. Um, and like, why bring Polly back if you're not going to continue to do so? And Polly seems to have very confidently moved all of his business ventures around so that he can be away from them. So I think Polly is probably honestly the most likely to be showing up um, on his next challenge first. But uh, other than that, I agree. I'm going to say the chances of Polly like saying something stupid again um, are valid higher <laughs> um, and outweigh the possibility of Amanda's real life getting in the way. So I can't put him above her. Or, or I'm sad that Dusty's above two people. <laughs> he seems fine, but it's like, I'm bored. Yeah. Well, he, you know, can't take the credit away from him for for that. He did go out there and do some yelling, which is sometimes all it takes to get that call back. Mm-hmm. So they're listening. I'd rather Lewis. They are not listening. Um, they're not. So <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> I think uh, I'm all out of uh, topics for the week. And uh, anything else from you? No, I'm good. All right. So. Uh, Episode six down, potentially half the season down. We'll see how things continue to play out as we get into uh, once a week. 
going forward. And uh, and yeah, so I mean, it's only a couple of days away for this next episode because this schedule is confusing me still. Uh, but we're back to once a week and uh, we'll be back with just a one episode recap uh, in a couple of days, I guess, or whenever we can. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to keep talking about this season because it has not slowed down for me. Like I said, despite them not targeting the MTV vets, which I think is a bad move mm-hmm. uh, for almost every person in that house, I am still very much enjoying what we're getting. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Well, then let's get out of here for now. Thank you guys for checking out this episode of our uh, Challenge USA coverage. And we'll be back next week. In the meantime, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Matt Ligori. Uh, Scally's at Brian underscore Scally. Plugs. Uh, I can preview a plug that I am uh, scheduled to be on the Big Brother recap over on RHAP for the Wednesday night veto episode. So uh, if you're in on the Big Brother season currently taking place, then uh, you'll check that out, I sure hope. Um, and uh, otherwise, just here. And Scally is on other podcasts such as... Uh, I just wrapped up Love Island US Season 5 over on the wrap-ups feed. Definitely check that out if you are a Love Island binge watcher. Super fun season. Highly recommend definitely watch it um so that was a ton of fun have you know guesting time to time over on big brother and guesting on 90 day fiance with puya this week so definitely check that out as well over on rhap you can find me on twitch at twitch.tv slash b and then if you find the time and haven't already we're finishing up the challenge usa in however many weeks and we'll be going right into the challenge 39 and we could start strong there with some five-star reviews maybe question mark wouldn't hate them so if you find the opportunity go ahead leave us some words you know any questions you have maybe we'll be able to answer uh so leave them there absolutely um also i meant to ask you this earlier and uh we'll use the closing minute or two here um have you shared your 24-hour uh time period of being awake uh, story on the Love Island or any other podcast. Uh, the people want to know how you're staying up for the entire pressure cooker went. Not so much, um, but I honestly, it wasn't like that bad. I got really tired around 2.30 in the morning, three, like for 3 o'clock, and I was like, let me just like lay down, and if sleep takes me, it takes me, and I set an <laughs> alarm, uh, but it didn't happen. I didn't fall asleep, and then stayed up, mostly hung out, like Taryn and Blue streams. They had a good time. Then they called. You are so competitive that you had to outlast the other streamers. Well, that wasn't even my goal. Well, I you was did. Like, all right. Well, you guys are all going to bed. I need to entertain myself somehow. So then I jumped on stream <laughs> and played Fall Guys, and I just played i was like i'm gonna play this anyway so that i can stay awake let me just stream and hang out so that's why you gotta have the notifications turned on because i will go live god knows what time of day um (laughs) and uh really go ahead and talk about anything so it was actually a lot of fun and made me think that for future endurance comps i do probably want to go live in the future because i'm gonna be up anyway uh so that'll be fun and then Slept for two and a half hours the next day at one point, made it through, and then slept for like truly 12 hours the next <laughs> the, next, the, the night. And like, here you are, you're doing just fine. It's been a couple of days. You're, you're okay. Okay. Um, no, here's the thing. Because <laughs> most people on stream were like, you sound so coherent. How are you so awake? How is this? And I was like, guys, I stay up late all the time. Like, this is fine. Mm-hmm. And then we jump on last minute podcast, super fun, talking about um, 
the pressure cooker and everything about it. It's a like big group and it was fun. It was awesome. And most people were like, Oh, sound great. Awesome. Thanks for hanging out. <laughs> One person is like, oof, Scally really looks like he stayed up for 24 hours. Oh, no. I'm like, I look the same as always. So, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> All right, that same. person, do not leave any reviews, please, <laughs> for, uh, for, the, uh, for the feed. It was so funny. <laughs> I was like, I mean, look, the lighting here is not phenomenal. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, well, I'm glad you had fun. And uh, I, I woke up that morning and, you know, First of all, not expecting to see that the only person that had been out since I went to bed was Bowie Jane. Like, <laughs> I was like, I missed nothing. Um, but then also extremely surprised to see that uh, there was uh, Brian Scally live on Twitch. And I'm like, oh, surely my app just is, you know, not updated since last night. <laughs> I was like, nope, <laughs> he's there. And then uh, I was commenting time. in your chat. I was like, wait, Taryn's live, but he's not there. Like, yeah, he's asleep. I'm like, he's alive. His, his stream is live, but he's asleep. What? Mm-hmm. It was such a weird yeah. 24 hours. He took hours. at least a break. People were telling me he was asleep but then i was like not 100 percent sure yeah. um so but yeah i took a little break and so i was like i'm hanging and it was fun i like look we got to the end they didn't break the record um not my favorite person won but um and i was like really upset at first <laughs> i was like really i just stayed up this whole time for yeah. this and you know what i have no regrets i'm very happy that uh like i didn't get to stay for the first one so i'm glad that i got to <laughs> for this one and very i hope true. we get more very, very true. Look, if it happens so next summer, or maybe not next summer, but in two summers, I'll think about it. Yeah, I'm calling out sick the next day. Like, we're not doing anything, but <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, glad you again. Glad you had fun. Glad everybody had fun with the pressure cooker uh, returning to our lives. And uh, hopefully everybody had fun with this podcast. Um, We'll wrap it up here. Thank you guys once again for checking this one out. We'll see you next time next week and the rest of this season uh, for the challenge USA season two. So until then, take care, everybody.